Ladies and gentlemen of the world, welcome to another week of Egypts of the World! I am Glenn Wool and he is Andrew Maxwell. And the pair of us are... Egypts! Yes! Connoisseurs, my friend. Mm. We like to scour the world for the stupidy people that we can relate to. People that make us feel... Smarter than we are. People that make us feel... Bigger and stronger than we are. And most importantly, people that make us feel... Not idiotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... If you are going to be one of the subjects of this episode, let's start by thanking you. Yeah. You're fucking Egypts. For those, about, for those about to Egypt, we salute you. Yes. <laughs> also, I would like to apologize to uh, the video producer of this who told me uh, not to swear in the first 30 seconds of the show. And there we go. Hopefully that can be dealt with. Did you swear? Yeah, I just dropped the F-bomb. Did you? Yeah, I know. Well, I didn't. So I'm in charge. This week on Egypts of the World we have... The Egypts of Thanksgiving in America. We have the Egypts of Celebrity Feuds. We also have the Egypts of Parliamentary Violence. And we conclude with the Egypts who just elected a new leader in Holland. This is obviously uh, in Britain, in Ireland, and across many parts of the world, just merely another another week in November. But yeah. apparently, in the United States of America, it is time to give thanks for all of the plentiful um, things that they have there. Like uh, swing ball sets. Yeah, and some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, they got, they got other stuff. But mostly, I think it was. I think it was originally about the swing ball sets. Yeah, yeah. Well, originally it was about giving thanks to um, the uh, indigenous population. That there was a there was a problem with the pilgrims. They didn't have any food, and um, the um, the indigenous people gave them uh, some food to help them make it through the winter. Um, suffice to say, the indigenous don't celebrate this <laughs> as much as... Uh, Not as big. As Not much as, big. as the colonizers have, you know. But, is it ever thus? No. Colonizers always seem to have a better deal in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they get all the best holidays. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff as myth. Myth, sir. Apparently, they never wore buckles on their hats. What? They wore, bu- they wore buckles on their shoes, which they used as hats. What in the... Yeah, their heads were so small. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's how they got across the Atlantic in such a, qu- a quick fashion, because they're, they're basically human triangles. They just had to lean forward and pray harder. Or they could actually um, somersault very quickly and that's how they got across america yep. they were just using they had a shoe on their head and they would roll mm-hmm. and then they would keep rolling and there was there was thousands of them and scared the buffalo yeah but they the pilgrim fathers apparently they considering they were planning to colonize a new world do you know what they didn't bring with them food farmers farmers oh. anybody that had any idea how to grow and maintain food <laughs> no, never occurred to them. You always forget the farmer, don't you? I think they just didn't fancy a long boat ride with a farmer. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we uh, yeah, he's he's down in the livestock. Uh, he's <laughs> he's whittling. He's he's, back. he's doing his whittling again. Well, yeah, that's the cover story. <laughs> he's asking, is there anything any sea wolves? Actually, here's some facts for you. Let me throw some facts. Uh, All right. Yeah. Did you know? Have a guess what animal they ate uh, for their first Thanksgiving dinner? A goose. Yes. Oh. And lobsters and oysters and pigs and pretty much everything except for turkeys. Ah. Yeah. Because although they might have been bloodthirsty colonials and whatnot and uh, native co-conspirators or whatever kind of, you know, new way you want to look at history and whatnot, they didn't fall for the great turkey hoax. you got to give them that. What is the great turkey hoax? Eating turkey. Ah! I consider turkey to be a hoax, Mr. Glenn. Wow. I don't like turkey, and I stand by that. It's ruined every Christmas. Turkey's an abomination. It's just a big, boring chicken. Any meat that has to be livened up with jam can sod off. I think you're just intimidated by the size of the turkey. <laughs> the rest of us like it, but... It's know. it's scary. It's scary. It's a big, big bird. If a chicken was the size of a turkey to me, I'd be happy with it too. No. But not all of us are in that boat, Andrew. Mm, I don't trust any animal that keeps its scrotum on its forehead. Oh, I know. I know they got. They look like old guys' genitalia. They got that for their heads. <laughs> like, like the age of the guy's genitalia is going to make any difference. <laughs> they got young guy's genitalia on their heads. Like, this doesn't make it any no, better. No, no, you know how your balls get weirder as you get older. That's They start to look like turkey's heads. I, I've, I've yet to develop the beak. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> 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 stupid yeah i don't like a turkey you can sort off but here's something i've discovered you've okay. got your own thanksgiving in canada haven't you we have an early thanksgiving so we can get things done it's about the canadian one is not based on um the uh indigenous people giving us any food it's a harvest festival yeah it's the and it, 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 it the harvest festivals do uh, take place all over the world mm -hmm. in some form or another but yeah, yeah that's we're, we're giving thanks to um the lord and um directly the land for uh, the plentiful um horn of plenty Yes, and apparently you eat the turkey as well and such things. Oh, yeah. Oh, we love a turkey. But here's something else that I discovered. You also eat. You eat something called Nanamino <laughs> bars. <laughs> or uh, some people you refer to them as Nanaimo bars. N Nanaimo bars. Ah, that's where my cousin lives. What is it? It is uh, sort of like a, it's, it's a sweet thing. It's, uh, the top is chocolate and then the middle is like a, like a, a marzipan kind of, kind of deal. Oh, you're and ruined. You're a, ruined. No, you watch. No, yeah, marzipan is a big no for me. I don't know. I might, I might be saying it wrong there. It's that color, but uh, I'll get my aunt to send us a, a tray of Nanaimo bars and to give you an idea of how, good this is the woman lives in nanaimo that's where her house is was she like a character of a fairy tale she lives inside a chocolate bar 
<laughs> Nanaimo is How a place. It's a place on Vancouver Island. And yes, she lives in a shoe. <laughs> As it happens. Yeah, nothing to do with anything. A woman can live in a shoe and distribute magical sweets. It doesn't make it a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it. They're wonderful, though. I, I absolutely love Nanaimo bars. You've made me want one. Do you get to this time of year and you're like, gosh darn it, I love it. And no, bar. no, we get to Thanksgiving time, which is not this time of year, Andrew. Thanksgiving time is two weeks earlier. Apparently, Canada only decided exactly when it was in 1957. Did it? Up to that point, you just weren't sure. And you, you just have a general discussion as a country leading up to it. Oh, I can imagine that got heated. No way, Terry. We're not doing it on your day. You're just looking to get time off because you're hungover. You're hungover. You're... We saw it. We, we saw what you were doing. Yeah, what you were doing. And you had booze back at your place when you got home. So <laughs> here you go. Here you go. There's a twofer. Yeah. Twice in one night, Terry. <laughs> So if you think we're going to celebrate the Earth's bountiful harvest and the blessings of the Lord God on a Tuesday. You got another thing coming. Which is Wednesday. Yeah. Where you'll still be hungover. Is everybody good for Wednesday? Yeah, we're doing it on Wednesday, Wednesday, but we're not going to do it for Terry on Tuesday. Not special Terry. No way. I'm the only heart surgeon in the province. (laughs) Hey, Terry, just because you've got the steadiest hands in the... In the whole of it. This is Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. And by the way, uh, don't if, if he doesn't get Tuesday off, don't get a surgery on Tuesday. Because uh, he's, 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 he's still a little drunk. He's got his eye in, though. He's a great, great archer. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so there you go. So there's two Thanksgivings. Um I don't really like it. Do you know the, the American tradition of presidents pardoning the turkey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do do that. Mm. Not, But not all of them, just one of them. Just one, one, one baffled turkey gets brought out in a ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'd be like if aliens just plucked up one of us and stuck out in Poland, just dangling us in front of all the other what, floating eyeballs, like, and then just putting us back on Earth. Like, what was... What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Gary, can you answer that? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird though. They have this yeah, they bring out the uh, turkey and then it this it doesn't matter whether it's a Republican or Democratic president, they bring out that turkey and then they the president talks to the turkey. Yeah. Uh, in the you know, the the White House garden. And, oh, what did you do? And the turkey's like I don't know. Remember I mean, do, do they do any background checks on these turkeys? What are they letting them off the hook for? <laughs> what, what, is, what is a great crime? What exactly do they do? Yeah, yeah, like it was the head of the Colombian cartel, and then they inadvertently, mm-hmm. they pardoned him, pardoned him, and a double jeopardy. You can't, you can't, can't charge him twice. You can't there's, charge him twice. There's no fingerprints on a claw. <laughs> God, that'd be a great name for a memoir. <laughs> I don't know what it would be about, but like it'd be good. Like a Howard Marks star style. Uh, <laughs> how, how I yeah. got out of how I got mm-hmm. out of the drugs trade. Yes, by Tom Turkey. Slowly fashioning a scrotum on my forehead. 
gathering up feathers over a long period of time, forcing some of my toes to grow together. <laughs> that was the hard part. Probably the most charming thing about turkeys is they uh, can't ignore you. Did you know that? So turkeys have to reply. Where, where do you go? Where do you go when you're not here? <laughs> I socialise in different circles. <laughs> Some of an agriculture nature. Yes. Is that, is that legal? So, so what happens is, so you see a turkey. This is how they catch turkey hunters. It's very easy to catch a turkey. Because all you've got to do is make a turkey noise. And then the turkey must reply in turkey. Turkish. Uh, maybe, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> but, but, so you're you're there hunting turkeys, and you go. If there's a turkey in earshot, it has to go. It has to. This is quite a no. There's a nobility there, isn't there? Or they're just incredibly horny. Well, and they know they know that it's hunters, but they're just like, well. He's he's horny too, so maybe <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go for it. You know, I never do stuff for me. I never, uh, this is gonna be a me decision. I never just go for it. A fat man from Ohio in a high vis. I can make it work. <laughs> he can change. <laughs> I love a project. <laughs> oh, he's a bit rough around the edges. Sure. Sure, he wants to shoot and eat me. But, but, <laughs> but sure, but Carl from Youngstown, Ohio can change. <laughs> oh, God. God bless the turkeys. Yeah. I just don't think we should be eating them. Yeah. Well, they have a big problem in America right now, too. Um, well, first... They have uh, what's called uh, Blackout Wednesday, which apparently the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the time that the nation drinks the most. Ah, in the UK, it's uh, it's the last Friday before Christmas, and it's called Black Eye Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it shows the difference between the two countries, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but five years ago on Black Eye Friday... I was drinking in the only pub in the town I live in that shows the premiership. And I was there with a mate of mine. And we had just walked in. We had ordered our first drink. And we were about to watch the game. And there was, uh, by the pool table, the pub was rammed. Because it was last Friday before Christmas. Everybody's drinking away. And somebody just, apropos of nothing, there wasn't even a crescendo of raised voices. Just one guy who was playing pool. The other guy just smashed the other guy over the head with the pool cue. And the whole pub went, Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> that's pack uh, that's Black Eye Friday. Yeah. How do you feel now about your Wednesday, Yankee Doodle Dandy men? Well, uh, happy Thanksgiving to all that celebrate whatever you've you've done with your Thanksgiving and such. Yeah. With all your your turkey and your your contentious history and yeah and and whatnot. An American your American football, which is fantastic. Oh, I really love it. Um, in repeats. Yeah, yeah, the NFL, watch the, the forty minute, the forty minute oh, version of the game. Oh, that's, that's, there's a great game of rugby in there. <laughs> there's a great game. Have you seen this latest co uh, contentious thing in the NFL? Is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles go birds? Philadelphia Eagles 
they uh, they've come up with a whole new move in 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 American football. The electric shuffle. <laughs> it's called the brotherly shove. What? And yeah, and it's it they're they're having ninety percent success with it. Either pushing forward to the next down, I believe it's called, or all the way to a touch touchdown. And what it is is American footballs just discovered rugby. They're playing rugby. And the other teams have no idea what to do with it. It's basically they're forming a mall. An ad hoc ah. scrum. Wow. Yeah, they got they got a Scottish guy in. Who's <laughs> who's the only person who's coached in rugby union, rugby league, and American football. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. And yes. I, I'm a fan of the game. Yes, but. it's called the Brotherly Shove. And the rest of the NFL are like, that's cheating. LFL. Really? <laughs> the latest football league. <laughs> yeah, but they, they're like, it's cheating. Because yeah, I've not seen it. I'll, oh, it's I'll look into it. Oh, it's beautiful to watch. Because you see giant, giant men just skittling all over the place. I have no <laughs> idea how to tackle. Because obviously, in, in NFL, you just run at full pace and tackle with your head. You don't even have to grip. You just need to stop. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you go. Hmm. Hmm. Facts. Well, Information. Well, well. Interested? We'll see. Discuss. Well, very good. Well, well, thank you very much, Mr. Glenn. That was a fantastic uh, detour into uh, legal bestiality and uh, the traditions of the North Americans. And now, Mr. Glenn, would you like a story for me? I would. Well, I got one for you. Okay. Right on. Hall and Oates. I love them. Love them. Gotta love Hall and Oates. Only now, sadly, I've got some bad news. What? Are mommy and Daddy still gonna... <laughs> what? Daryl Hall and John Oates are feuding. Oh, my God. Yes. Last week... Daryl Hall of the legendary pop white soul duo Blue-Eyed Soul Blue-Eyed Soul 70s, 80s, 90s some of the greatest pop hits you don't know the name of but are always on on the in the taxi driver's radio in the ones you know half the words of she's a rich girl you can get by on the old man's money you can get by but the old dead daddy and I know where to go when you go where you go when you go he can Anyway, they're feuding. Daryl Hall has taken out a restraining order against John Oates. Daryl Hall, if I remind you, can I remind you, if you can imagine this for a duo, one is tall, one is short. What? Yes. (laughs) Daryl Hall is the big blonde one. John Oates is a small Mediterranean one who used to sport a beard. And obviously crafty at some level because Hall's afraid of Oates. You'd think it'd be the other way around. You'd think Hall would push Oates around until he goes, Well, I'll tell you what it is. But no. No. It's John. I just. And and for a solid week, all that was made uh, public to the press was that. Daryl Hall had taken this restraining order against little John Oates, right? And I just had this 
<laughs> so ridiculous. But in my head, I just had this sort of Rapunzel vision of <laughs> Daryl Hall, you know, in a, in a medieval castle town. <laughs> <laughs> John Oates trying to get in there like a, a, an oiled up little Viking. Yeah. And, and John, I just want to talk. Daryl, let me in. <laughs> and then John Oates, Daryl all over the top going, I can't go for that. No, no, can do. I can't go for that. Can't go for that. Can't go for that. Can't go for that. Yeah. And now, uh, now Oates can't can't break that restraining order you know why why private eyes are watching him watching his every move oh private eyes are watching him private eyes watching him private eyes yeah yeah so it turns out it was boring it was the restraining order wasn't to physically restrain <laughs> little John Oates. Because he can't, he, can't, he can't be kept down. From Kept away from big blonde uh, Daryl Hall. Yeah. In fact, it, it was just a legal matter. Over there, the joint rights of, of their Well, it's going to make the reunion tour uh, difficult if they keep that restraining order. That's going to be a large stage to accommodate a restraining order. Huh? You stay over there, Oates. You stay. You stay. <laughs> you do, done on two stages. <laughs> You have to keep turning for when it's a oats part and then go back for it. It's like a tennis match. <laughs> Private eyes. <laughs> Just back to back, like they're about to take part in a duel, but instead of muskets, it's mics. <laughs> or they could do it. They could actually tour two cities at once on the same night and use like a screen. So one guy's on stage and then the other, the, the screen's up there and they just have to time it right. Just doubling up. Do it over Zoom. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then you get double bubble. You get like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. Oh, you see him, he's performing. It's they're, on the they're night. They're there. I mean, they're, they're not there in spirit. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, hopefully they can smooth it all over because Lord knows the world loves the music of... All I do. I do. I saw. Uh, I saw them in concert at Latitude, um, and it was it was funny in that, for whatever reason, whoever books the stages at Latitude must be a gigantic Afghan Wigs fan. Pardon. Well, the Afghan Wigs were on the big stage, and about fifteen people were sort of like, <laughs> "Who are these guys?" And then uh, Hall and Oates were in one of the tents. What? And the tent was packed. Yeah. Like you could, like this. You you look into how many hits Hall and Oates have, and you know if you're if you're a, a, a gentleman of a certain age, as, as me and Andrew are, you know every one of those songs, and that's and that's who's at latitude. It's not it's not the Afghan Wigsitude. It's yeah. A, it's it's and. Yeah. Like an Afghan wigs could they could be all feuding with each other. We're not talking about that. No. But here's the problem too. It got so hot in the tent. And and this is why I take Daryl Hall's side in this divorce. John Oates has had so much Botox and surgery done to his face. He looks like a lion now. And he looked like a shiny lion because it was really hot in the tent. So he's sweating the Botox. <laughs> 
over his kabuki mask of a face. <laughs> like, if it would be the reason I wouldn't want to be in a band with him. Like, he just, he looks scary now. Does he look like a, a, a condom has been pulled tight over a fist? <laughs> He looks like who's that guy that did the Bo? But he looks like Bo Selector. Oh <laughs> wow! Like, like wow! That. That, yeah, yeah. He's. Wow. A, I think he's added a prosthetic head to his head that he's smoothed. <laughs> or yeah, he's, he's. We've added more bone to my skull, and that's what's smoothing my face out. <laughs> Just uh, an extra nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Has he still got the tash? Yes, but it looks stuck on. I don't oh. even trust that anymore. If he's willing to do that to his forehead, what's he done to his lip? What world do we live in? People don't believe in nothing no more. No. They've abandoned God. They don't even believe in the capitalist system. And now, you've seen it right there. We don't even know whether John Oates has a tash anymore. No. We're through the looking glass. We truly are people. Somebody has to t- have a talk with John about the Botox, though. Please. God. It just shows how much John really wants to impress Daryl. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He wants he wants Daryl to be able to look across the stage and see a, a man in his mid-twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than... He could see him from space with that face now. <laughs> it's just taut. Is it really taut? <laughs> it's just... Uh, and yeah it's, it's it's the forehead on the man it, it's unsettling really does it look like it's uh it's it's polished to the high sheen of of an nh hell level ice rink it looks like a goalie mask <laughs> wow like, yeah. wow what an insult <laughs> hey you look like a goalie mask over here <laughs> <laughs> One of those 1971 ones. <laughs> oh, know, wow. Just the eye holes cut out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That would be great if... um, Because if, uh, you used to be able to paint those ones too. So if you had one of those and you painted it in to a John Oates face <laughs> and you started playing really well until the other, like the other team's goalie did a Daryl Hall one. <laughs> You just can't concentrate. <laughs> you stand that you you, you if if you're gonna be John Oates, you have to honor his restraining orders. You stay on that side of the ice. You can't come over. It's illegal. You stay down there. <laughs> you're a man eater. <laughs> Maybe that's what John Oates has been doing. Yeah. Eating men. Yeah. Maybe well, he John looks Oates. like a lion. So. Quite possibly, that's quite possibly the the nature of the restraining order. Yeah. That sadly, through the years, while we've been distracted by other pop bands, John Oates has descended into cannibalism. He's a cannibal. He's a cannibal now. (laughs) There it is. So under those circumstances... That's why he's got surgery to look like a lion. Just so people would be, oh, well, he's he's a lion. He's probably allowed to. (laughs) I'm not allowed to. Beware, John. Daryl's on to you man (laughs) unless you want to be eventually flayed and splayed out before Daryl's roaring aspen fire (laughs) that's your fate my friend don't mess with Daryl Hall no way no way he can't go for that he's got a pith helmet and he's gonna shoot you John Oates (laughs) 
With a finer conclusion to a segment I couldn't have not asked for. I wish you all the very best, both of you. I hope you get back together because uh, beyond beyond what what uh, John Oates looked like, it was it was a good concert, and I would go back. I, I I'm a Hollow Notes fan. How uh, keen are you on Albanian parliamentary uh, procedure? I like it as much as the next guy. Uh, you know, good. <laughs> well, then raised well in a you know a hard drinking home. <laughs> So this week, there's a now there's I've been looking into it right. There's so it started in Al, in the Albanian Parliament. Some members of the opposition set off flares, <laughs> right? Piled up the chairs in the middle and tried to burn them. So their president, whose name is Eddie Rama, couldn't speak. No, that's not his name. Yes, yeah, Eddie Rama. <laughs> is the president of Albania? Sounds like a wrestler's name. It is a wrestler's name. Are you ready for the Eddie Rama? <laughs> if you want the drama, come call Eddie Rama. You better pile. You better pile the uh, the uh, Democratic Party of Albania. You guys better pile those chairs pretty damn high. You better come with some flares and some real ignition this time. Nobody. With Eddie Rama. <laughs> two eagles. Yeah, two black eagles. <laughs> Little manager flapping Albanian bills in the background. He's all about the money. <laughs> He's the terror of Tirana. <laughs> He's the scourge of Skanderbeg Square. His mother's name is Teresa. That's how Albanian this guy is. Super Albanian. <laughs> Eddie Rava. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did he? Yeah. And so who, that, is his, who is he feuding with? <laughs> he's feuding with the, <laughs> the Democratic Max Claw. <laughs> Eddie Rama, when I get you in that parliament, I will bewitch you with my magic fingers and the mystic eye. <laughs> they call me the evil of Irelia. <laughs> I'm fully out of every fact about Albania. Uh, yeah, boy, quite, oh quite boy. good, quite good. Quite a lot of facts there. Yeah, almost uh, went out of business, Albania. You know what from? A giant scam. Amway. Amway. Yeah, yeah, pyramid selling. They all were doing it, and it it it, it almost bankrupted the country. This is in the nineties, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And I I think it happened twice. I I that could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. But yeah, I think if it happens twice, it's kind of more of a cube scam, isn't it? <laughs> is that, is that how it works? Anyway. This is so when I looked into this uh, parliamentary scrap yep. in Albania, I went. It turns out in Wikipedia, there is a whole page in Wikipedia of what is simply called legislative violence. Lovely, isn't it? Isn't that nice? It yeah. turns and by uh, alphabetically, it lists every time there's been a scrap <laughs> in a nation's parliament. And it, the, what politicians have scrapped over is just... And some of them, right, 
that my country doesn't appear in it. Unbelievably, Ireland has never had a scrap in the doll, in the doll air in our parliament. Never had a scrap. Canada, on the other hand, oh, for shame, Mr. Glenn. Mm-hmm. And bear in mind, like some of these scraps, you know, it gets. I mean, they the Albanians brought fire to the party in Brasilia, in the capital of Brazil, in the sixties. They had a shootout. Awesome. Oh yeah, people got killed. <laughs> these are, these are uh, in MPs or senators actually started blazing up at each other. Why not? Well, people died. It was quite <laughs> oh, serious. Yeah, so right. bear in mind that like that's that's the seriousness that these parliamentary scraps can come to. So there was the, you know, there's B for Brazil, couple down. There's Canada. I'm like, good God, if it's like this, Albania, fire, B Brazil, gunshots, gunplay, yeah, yeah. You want to to know the most notorious legislative violence incident in Canada? Yeah, hit me with it. It's called, it was was dubbed in the Canadian press, Elbowgate. (laughs) Do you know anything about Elbowgate? No, but I played hockey and I've got an elbow like a gunshot, so... (laughs) Small and loud? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> quick very quick and loud I'm gonna read quick I'm really quick and loud yeah 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 it'll it'll take you down this is a, this is a huge huge scandal in Can- in Canada the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau oh yeah yeah I know he, him yes apparently he this everything about this is the most Canadian sounding thing of all time yeah. right so Justin Trudeau who's the Prime Minister right right he gets into a he ends up manhandling uh, the Conservative Party's uh, chief whip, Gord Brown. Oh, yeah, Gordy. Right? So while he's manhandling Gordo, yeah. right, he accidentally elbows Ruth Ellen Burstow. Oh, jeez. And that's it. That's the entire incident. <laughs> Fire. Gunshots. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, oh, it sounds like, it, it like Ruth took a dive, too. Oh, jeez, yeah. she got an oh, elbow geez. like a scimitar. Oh, yeah, Ruth's gone down. She's a faker. She's rolling around in the dirt. Come on. Oh, yeah, trying to get the ref to give him five instead of two. Come on. Chuck for blood. Look at my, look at my lip. Oh, look at yeah, it looks like a bite mark to me, Ruth. You're biting the inside of your lip again, Ruthie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't have his elbows up. You had your face down. <laughs> I don't think you got her in the head. It just says he elbowed her oh. in in the manhandling melee. Wow. Mm-hmm. What was the attack over? They, there's Sir, that is an inappropriate Halloween costume. Oh, honestly, some... <laughs> so, Justin Trudeau it won't be. There was a massive brawl in the Italian parliament over funding of youth centres. Oh, what starts a parliamentary uh, fight? It, can, it could be anything. But this, of all of them, and some of them are quite detailed, a lot of details in the entries... But this is the most fascinating one. And this is all it said. It was just one line. In the Czech Parliament, Health Minister David Rath ended up... <laughs> In the Czech Parliament, Health Minister David Rath fought with Miroslav Macek in a meeting of disgruntled dentists. <laughs> no, nothing further. No evidence. No. <laughs> Like, who's on whose side? Yeah. I suppose you would. Well, if you're going to, like, 
be a grown man and fight another man, probably good to have a couple of dentists, you know, on hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, each, each bringing their own dentist. <laughs> Like in a boxing match, yeah. you, know, you got the the the, the corner men. Yeah. you just got a dentist in there too. I say, ah, okay, uh, uh, you're doing all right. I would yeah. keep your guard up a little more. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's loosened a few of these. Your dentist being your hype man. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sit in my creepy chair? <laughs> I'm gonna make you spit into a tiny bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why they hired me. I had, I had experience in the spinning into the... Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Disgruntled dentists. Yeah, what, 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 they, what were they doing in the parliament? Yeah, what, what are they upset about? Yeah, there's just more, more questions than answers when so you put something like that in there. So little, so so little um, explanation, like... Well, what like what could upset a dentist? Yeah, yeah. If, whoever wrote that Wikipedia thing was going out and just was like, "There's more to this." But eh, it's, it's like being disgruntled a dentist. It's like being just a, a teeth doctor, isn't it? It's not a hard job, and you've got access to laughing gas. Can't on that. Can't on that. And if everything goes bad, you just pull it out. <laughs> yeah, that's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like you can Yeah, it's it's the ultimate uh, medical mulligans, isn't it? It's not, it's not like your heart surgeon going. Ah, just, yeah, you just yank it out. <laughs> just yank it out. Just yank it up. Screw. We'll just pull it out. We'll we'll put a gold one in. <laughs> screw it. Yeah, no, no. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, it's gonna have to come out. I'm, I'm sorry. I've been sucking on that laughing gas all day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I think I've got a little bit of a problem. I'll be honest with you. I make most of my money from straightening the organs up. <laughs> to get them all in a nice, pleasingly pleasing looking row of organs. <laughs> Why would you ever be disgruntled as a dentist? No. You, for life, you've got uh, access to older copies of lifestyle magazines. Forever. I think it's just gross, just looking at people's mouths every day. Just, oh, God. But, you know, proctologists, they don't... <laughs> they don't there's been no big fights over them. I guess they just, they're just resigned. They know their job. They they're just like, yeah, I just look in asses all day. But. Be, be scary, though, being in the parliament, looking out from the balcony at hundreds of, of ass doctors coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> waggling their finger. <laughs> yeah, what do they want? Thicker rubber gloves. When do they want it? Right now. <laughs> what do we want? You to lie, lie on your side and just take a big deep breath. When do you want it? Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. It's, it's an hour long appointment. Whenever you're ready. I once, uh, I once had my prostate checked, and the guy put his finger up my bum, and he just went, "That's a fantastic pros prostate you have. It's great." And I was just like, "I, I don't want a compliment right now. Don't need it, dude. <laughs> don't just need you to go." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm staring at the wall. I'm trying not to be uh, present in the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah, but I've got a great pros prostate, ladies. So, uh, <laughs> sure does. Yeah.
being medically approved by some of the finest dentists in the land. <laughs> yeah, I remember last time I got my prostate checked, I was like, you're a terrible dentist. <laughs> you know there's no teeth down there. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have a proctologist with his finger in my mouth. That's the only... <laughs> now there's a double act that we need to see. Screw Hall and Oates, dentist and proctologist. <laughs> George and Irving <laughs> got, got a saw tooth. <laughs> Shitting sideways. Come see me, George, and my partner Irving. We'll sort you out top to tail. <laughs> You see, Daryl Hall, this is how you can relate to John Oates, see? Yeah. Flip a coin for who goes first, heads or tails? <laughs> you tell me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, that's parliamentary democracy. Uh, well, in it, I, I'm a messy business. Parliamentary uh, democracy. Yes, it is. But nevertheless, it's better than the alternative. Mm-hmm. No parliament. Exactly. Just chaos. Chaos. Or being ruled by a brutal warlord. Well, oh. speaking of that, I my next agent comes to us uh, from the world of politics too. Um, it is the uh, the Dutch have had an election, and um, they should go back and think about it and have another one. If you ask me, because Gert Wilders is now um, not the prime minister, but the most he's got the most swag. Yeah, he got it's his party. Uh, he's this is a far right populist from. Um, Holland. From Holland, yes. The Netherlands, which the outside world, if you've never been there, always assumes is super duper liberal. I know, but due to this guy, I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen a picture of him, but he's the only politician on the planet because of his hairstyle. He's now helmet exempt on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he's, he's an extraordinary looking man. He's, do you know what his nickname in, in the Netherlands is? Uh, you, you, tell me again. Captain Peroxide. Yes. <laughs> and what, you know what really offends I'm, me about I that? I wonder what that sounds like in Dutch, by the way. Beautiful language. Oh, oh yeah. Thank That's God they're fine, the, Some of the finest rappers in the world. I don't know if you've ever heard <laughs> the, Dutch rap, but it sounds like it hurts. A, a Dutch rapper actually went to jail for rapping threats to Hurt. Hurt, Hurt Wilders. Hurt Wilders. Yeah. Is, is that how you pronounce it? Hurt Wilders. I wonder if his wife could sing a version of Hurt to him on their anniversary. Everybody hurts. Sometimes. That's it. <laughs> People think they're liberal because we're not actually liberal. We're actually stone-cold capitalists. Yeah. And we're fun, though, because we wear tiny boats for shoes. <laughs> That's our wacky side. The rest is business. Cold business. Cold dollar bills. Euros. Every cent counts. 
but we have fun issues. So that's enough personality. <laughs> I want you to focus on the shoes. But we work on the contracts. The outside world has been like, oh my God, the Netherlands is, has, has the top the pole with the far right guy. Every, if you've ever been to Holland, you're like, oh my God, that's astonishing that the Dutch could turn out to be racist. The people whose number one Christmas tradition is blacking up. <laughs> Isn't people who think, here comes Christmas, a wonderful time for children and blacking up. <laughs> it's time to pretend we are Black Peter. That's totally harmless. <laughs> yeah, the, white, the white Dutch have never had a problem. They don't them. find it offensive <laughs> and who better to ask about racism than, than a Dutch guy yeah. who's junk on eggnog yeah. <laughs> see I'm blacked up <laughs> look at look at all of our colonies there, there was no there was never any problem with racism in South Africa no. <laughs> maybe it went a little wrong but that's when the British took over and the funny wooden shoes were phased out. You know why? Because they were clogging the system. Oh, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, what an, an, an episode we've had for you. Yes. Uh, thank you. And thank, thank you. We'd like to, again, heartily thank the Egypts for taking part in this episode. If you've enjoyed Egypts of the World, if you care for us, if you enjoyed Egypts of the World, please follow us on the social medias, likes and subscribes. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Hey, when you're having a smoke and talking to people, just go, you know what I do? You know what I do? I like to go home. I like to oil up. I like to lie on the couch naked and listen to the of the world. And this, don't say nothing else to them. Just, just leave it at that. Do us a favor. We're not asking for money. But yet, please. Yet. <laughs> but please, sidle up to people in bus stations. Just sidle on up. Maybe casually just flicking a dime. Rest your chin on their shoulder. And just just say it. Just say it right there. Like and subscribe. Listen to Egypts of the World. Or if you prefer vision, wait till the, the, the Saturday. And that's when the YouTube full episode comes out. And then you just walk away. As if it never happened. <laughs> it's all we want. Enjoy your bus ride to our broth, ma'am. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy tucking into that smoky, the, the local fish delicacy of our broth. Will you try and relate to Morag, your quite uptight sister-in-law? What happened? Don't bother. Finish the smoky. And then go on to wherever you get your podcasts, which will be in the link tree. Get your phone out. I'm going to show you where it is. I'm going to get. I'm going to put it on here. Okay. 
Thank you very much for listening and watching this week's Egypts of the World with you, Glenn Wall, and you, Andrew Maxwell. And you know what it's been? It's been a Pop People production. A Pop People production. Pop People production.